episode 247 of up for discussion the emotionally honest comedy podcast where we take your questions and dish out hot truths and tasty goofs we're your hosts i'm juniper may i'm tom zalatney i'm adrian schoen i'm will grant we'd like to take a moment at the top of the show to acknowledge that the studio where we record is situated within the traditional and unsurrendered territories of the Ganyangahaga first nations as settlers it's important that we remember that the lands we occupy are not our own and that we engage in conversations that challenge the colonial mindset we encourage you to take some time today and every day to reflect on your relationship with the land you live on and the indigenous communities of that area we're uh, recording this on remembrance day uh, a momentous day where don cherry has finally been fired from hockey night in canada because he said some awful shit about immigrants. I don't and, know uh, who that is. <laughs> he's he's no. this nasty little old man who's been on TV for decades. Is he the one in the funny suits? With funny yeah. suits. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing that's, I that's know. The, that's the other, the other definition for him, is yeah. the man with crazy suits. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're worth Googling. Um, <laughs> he, he does have a strong suit game, but he also has a strong suits racist game. All of his would look much better on me. And I'm not a racist bigot, so <laughs> I think we should give his suits to me. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I find it really funny. He, so he basically, he got fired for saying that immigrants should be wearing poppies on Veterans Day because, you know, soldiers fought so hard so that immigrants could come live here or whatever. Um, which one kind of bonkers that he thinks that those soldiers had a right to this land to begin with. And two, yep. uh, calm down, Don Cherry. <laughs> just he he just like really like screamed at them and like yeah. called also, them you people you people like, yeah. oh no and like how many yeah. of, That's never of good these start. people are coming from countries that have been very negatively affected by canadian and american military mm-hmm. presence so mm-hmm. like shut the fuck up don cherry yep good riddance uh yeah i can't believe it took this long to get fired but hey <laughs> a person we won't say good riddance to is our guest for today's episode <laughs> <laughs> wow Hello. how you doing um having an interesting day <laughs> fair enough it's yeah. it's also one of the first big snowfalls yeah there. is this big yeah. this isn't big it's it's big enough to be inconvenient it's coming down and it's early yeah, yeah. and it's, it's early in the year early when does i don't know when montreal usually gets snow it, it, this is earlier than last year and okay. they didn't salt the roads yeah i noticed that i was like it's slushy this looks like victoria i thought montreal would be prepared (laughs) yeah but yeah like most people (laughs) 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 haven't gotten their snow tires on yet and it's uh yeah i think people are taken a little by surprise yeah Mm -hmm. including my company well i decided to quit my job this morning because they decided to send me out in a bus full of children with summer tires and uh, no salted roads and then send me up and down a mountain which is wonderful so yeah. not worth my stress and Mm-mm. not worth my time so I'm now going to go and do a full time French course and get paid for it because nice. I'm a filthy immigrant yeah. <laughs> <laughs> welcome me too. oh yeah I forgot that that's a way I could like make money here because I'm not yeah. Quebecois maybe I'll look into that for the winter mm-hmm. somehow no, I paid to take French classes and I don't <laughs> speak French <laughs> <laughs> well Sucks to suck, I guess. I did it real wrong. <laughs> you did because you you could have gotten some money out of that. I guess and so. actually learned French. Yeah, well, maybe I don't know. I'm not sure my brain is wired for um stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> anything at all. Can we really call it French though? As well? like, <laughs> uh, no, it's Quebecois. It's Quebecois. Yeah. It's yeah. that's that's where I got thrown off because I learned French in school mm-hmm. and now they expect me to speak Quebecois and I'm like, <clears throat> what? Yeah, <laughs> I did, it's it's bizarre because like schools that teach French in Quebec do teach like French French grammar. Mm-hmm. But everything that's spoken is very Quebecois. Yeah. So you're getting both at the same time, and it's really, like, contradictory and weird. Yeah. Mm. Which is, yeah. like, I had, like, a couple Quebecois teachers, so I know, like, a few things. Like, I can say, like, by wine. Like, there's a few sentences I can say that people think I'm Quebecois. But other than that, I'm like, is it's that a sentence? It's got a hard <laughs> twang to oh, it. Oh, it does. <laughs> you, you just have to imagine. It's got a hell of an accent. If French is, like, a cello, 
then I'm going to change that. If French is like a violin, then Quebecois French is like a banjo. True. Yeah. Exactly. Also, for those of you listening who aren't like Quebecois or live in Montreal, if you want to know what the Quebecois accent is, search Clacatet on YouTube. And that's some fucking Quebecois shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's quite interesting, I find, because it's one of those unidirectional languages as well, where like... Quebecois can understand French, but French can't understand Quebecois. Yeah. Uh, it's the same with Afrikaners and uh, Dutch, mm. where like the Dutch, it to the Afrikaans to them it sounds like a retarded Afrikaans, mm-hmm. uh, whereas like du- like Afrikaners will be able to understand Dutch. Interesting. It's, it's a similar with Gaeltacht and Gaelic with Scot- Scotland yeah. and Ireland. It's like. You know variations of the languages. Do you study linguistics? No, or is it ju- just a hobby. I travel a lot. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Why you're on? <laughs> wow, good job, Juniper. Yeah. We we are in fact in week three of our travel series, uh-huh. our trip series. Sick way. Who requested this topic? This was George Poppy's request. Oh. Did, did yeah. we do an episode about not travel trips yet? Uh, not yet. That's that's next week. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Perfect. That gives me time to. Go on a trip. Do some drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so when I realized that we wanted to do an episode on international travel, I was like, who do I know who's like traveled all over the world? <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, Will's lived in like eight different countries. Yeah, about that. So, yeah. I've, uh, I've, well, I've, I've been very lucky and it's all down to to luck and willingness to say yes to things i think that's a lot of a so lot of name how the I countries so <laughs> um lived in south africa uh namibia scotland england which all, all kind of one country really um <laughs> the uk and then traveled to australia borneo brunei kuala lumpur sri lanka pretty much everywhere in Europe apart from Romania that's the only one that I haven't been to in Europe Mm. Um, uh, most of Africa uh, and then worked in a lot of Africa because of what I did out in Africa I was able to travel move around and and do various things out there Um, and then I moved to to Canada Mm. and that's my stopping point i think (laughs) do you think you get to like an age where you're like i gotta stop no i think i just get to a married state oh (laughs) that that i'm like okay now i probably can't live somewhere else but i'm still i'm sure it's all gonna travel still yeah like it's just gonna be in a more conventional you know save up a ton of money and then spend all that money (laughs) rather than kind of go uh, you know, have somebody phone me up and go, "Hey, I've got a got a job for you. Do you want to come out and do this?" And it's what like, sure. What kind of work do you do? Did you so do? I have done various things. <laughs> uh, I worked in media for a okay. uh, majority of things, but I also was a safari guide. Okay. Which is how I did most of Africa, mm. um, and then, yeah, just willingness to do like crazy things. Like uh, with the safari guiding thing, I was very lucky because. I had people who really enjoyed how I delivered things and what I was able to tell them and my expertise in certain areas. They were like, oh, let's get him to plan our next trip to wherever. And then they pay me to, like, plan the entire trip. And then I also get to go with them and and be their tour guide. Cool. That's something I've thought of, but I don't know how to break into it. (laughs) I mean, I've been a tour guide before, but... Hmm. There's... um. There is a company in Montreal that does like tours on like water buses. Yeah, that's what I did in Victoria. And so my boss in Victoria actually offered me a job in Cozumel, but has had trouble setting up. So it's <laughs> on hold. But he was right. like, I can get you a job with a company in Montreal if you want. And I was like, maybe next summer. Yeah. So we'll see. There's a company not too far from here that does uh, student trips as well. Uh-huh. Yeah, they were just like showing, showing international students around or... Yeah, this seems like an offline uh, conversation. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. So, fair do you not think it would have been easier to work in the Epcot Global Pavilion? <laughs> what <laughs> is that? <laughs> I'm confused. In Epcot at Disney World, mm. they have all oh. like not all. They have a select number of countries representative, and like everybody who uh, works in those places are from those places. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can drink your way around the world. It's quite a good time. <laughs> <laughs> that is a pretty good like tourist attraction, eh? Yeah. Yeah. I love Epcot. <laughs> Booze from everywhere. Oh, yeah. Go to Germany, go to Mexico, get a margarita, (laughs) hop over to France, get some champagne. (laughs) Try every different regional version of that one liquor that's clear and tastes a little bit like anise. Oh, Oh, that's true. Everybody does. Chicago has a particularly disgusting one. (laughs) (laughs) And actually, like the label is amazing. It's called Malort. And you can look it up. I think they... They might have stopped making it, but uh, it it tastes like garbage. Uh, And the label just says, like, you shouldn't drink this. It's awful, (laughs) but it's Chicago, so do what you will. See, that's funny because your accent to me sounded like it was really fancy because it's like, oh, my lord. (laughs) (laughs) Let me get you some of this wine. (laughs) I I believe in Chicago it would be more, my lord. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't sound good. Me and Dicko were having a glass of my lord. We were talking about sausages. (laughs) (laughs) Bitching about Mayor Daly. (laughs) Oh, boy. No, Af- Africa kind of does that, but they have the clear liquid that tastes like petrol. Okay. And it's something that they have taken something like a potato vodka or, or similar, stuck it in a gourd and buried it for a couple of months until it probably would blind you, and then they drink that. That seems like <laughs> necessary to bury yeah. it. Uh, it is to intensify for, the, oh yeah, the fermentation. Like, you got it. Cool. Yeah. So it's like overproof by like 150 Wow. Like it's like right, one fifty one on a trip. <laughs> Crazy, you know. Um, wow. Yeah, that's that will fuck you up. Like if you take, especially if you're on malaria tablets as well, because they thin your blood. Oh, and then you have a, <laughs> a couple of that, you're gone. Like it's crazy. Wow. Yeah. It's like you be, make a grave for it so that you can like put yourself in it afterward. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Perfect. Planning ahead. Circle of life. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so so having traveled so much yes. what's like what's the thing that kind of stands out most to you about like international travel like just in general friendliness of strangers yeah it's it's like a really optimistic viewpoint but i think as long as if you go looking for trouble you'll find trouble wherever you are mm-hmm. like it is a it's a fact of life but if you go and you're kind of chill and you know i i've been to some hairy places like nigeria is not a, like laos in nigeria is not a not a you know every ber- every person destination but you'll always find like an australian or somebody like that walking down the high street like fucking high-fiving the locals like hey man how's it going jim how are you dude you know and it and it's like holy crap like okay maybe i don't need to be terrified for the rest of my life here because like that's kind of the the vibe in Laos. Is you wake up and it's like, okay, be terrified until you go to sleep, and then kind of sleep with half your brain being terrified and half your brain being asleep. Um, but yeah, it is is that kind of really chill vibe that you bring to things, and then people kind of get on with that. And especially if you're willing to like be a part of their little moment and like then that's always like a good thing so like if you go to a guy's bar and he's like hey you know come on in uh, if somebody's gonna buy you a drink you don't look at him like sideways like okay what do you, do you want from this you just kind of accept it but then you make sure that you keep your wits about you and make sure that you're you're aware of what's going on but at the same time like most people are, have been good like especially like a lot of the places being white is such a oddity that it, you become a quite an attraction, um, especially if you're in somewhere where you shouldn't be. Then you become a really big attraction, and it's like, oh, look at the mizungu, you know. <laughs> like, and then um, just have fun with it. Like it's kind of my main tip yeah, is, uh, and then work when when you can as well. Like if you can get work, it immerses yourself so quickly. Like mm. uh, you learn the language really quickly working. Um, it's a very that's the other thing as well is learning learning phrases learning like colloquialisms uh get you into like people's good books very very quickly right so that's the other things that i'd say 
It's funny that it, you talk about like being uh, an oddity, and I, I recall a story somebody told me. It was an orchestra a musician who was uh, touring with the Shanghai Symphony, going from place to place, and um, being a white guy and like stopping in these rural parts of China and like a bus stop or like a, a truck stop and going into the bathroom, and everybody would follow him because <laughs> they wanted to see how big his dick was. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's. <laughs> My first thought was that they just wondered if white people pee the same. <laughs> yeah. See, my, my my thought was um, they wanted to see his reaction when there was no doors and a hole <laughs> in the floor. Yeah, <laughs> just kind of like that too. It could have been an assumption. That that's what they were looking for, but I don't think it was. Uh, <laughs> floor floor hole bathrooms are like the thing that stops me from traveling because really? oh, when i was like 14 we went to hungary yeah. to visit some family members and there were like a decent number of like normal bathrooms normal bathrooms you know toilet etc bathrooms but there are still like a fair number of places in hungary where there's like hole in the floor bathrooms mm-hmm. and uh I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> and, and I like I had such like anxiety around that kind of thing. I don't use urinals. So a hole in the middle of the floor was not going to happen. So I was just like, I had indigestion and stuff the entire trip because oh. I, I couldn't go to the bathroom until we got back to our house. I house. think everybody should have to shit in a hole while everybody watches. Like at least <laughs> once. I feel like that would be good for people. Don Cherry might have turned out to be a different person if he'd had to shit in a hole once or twice. Just to like... I don't Ex- know if it would have done much for him. Yeah, hum- extend humbles. your experience and like it's good for you in that you you like things are not as bad as you think that they could be. Mm. And also just a little bit of humility is not bad for people. See, you're saying not as bad. Like I actually if I had a preference it would be that because like that if if you're going somewhere where you have to like there's a hole in the floor as the toilet being Scottish and wearing a kilt is like <laughs> wonderful because it's like you know i don't even have to you know concern myself here i can just walk in boom straight <laughs> like, i'm, okay, I'm so prepared like, how big are the holes in the floor like like a okay. a grapefruit okay kind of size <laughs> that's kind of what i was thinking but i was like so it's not big enough so i could fall in no you have to aim okay uh, that was not the part of the thing i was concerned about <laughs> What were you concerned about? <laughs> Traveling, there could be amount of spray. There can be a lot of like uh, tummy problems that follow being mm. in places with bacteria you're not used to. That's like true. I would think aim would be uh, not that it's hard to get shit in a hole, but like you know if things aren't going to plan, <laughs> you could get a good spread. It's true, eh? In yeah. India is good for that. <laughs> Are the holes bigger there. No, no. In terms of getting a good spread. Oh, okay, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I've heard some, <laughs> some stories from some friends that are not great. <laughs> Curry for breakfast, and it's the first place I discovered like shiitake mushrooms. Oh, really? But I wasn't. Uh, I was young, so it wasn't quite that. I realised it was shiitake, so I read it as shit ache curry, and I'm like, <laughs> dear God, like, <laughs> can it get worse? <laughs> like. This is not what I need right now. <laughs> so yeah, that was, that was fun. Yeah, I was like fourteen. I think <laughs> it was like perfect humor. <laughs> yeah, one of my best friends is a big traveler. She's been around the world, you know, a number of times, and she's like, anybody who travels, they can all bond over like a good shit story because yeah. they all have them. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, I was swallowing water. That would have been a perfect time for me to chime in. It would have. It would have. I was waiting for it. I'm the king of shit stories. <laughs> my other Hungary shit story, funny oh, enough. No. Uh, same trip. We went, my grandpa and I went to this like, like bathhouse place that had, you know, spa, hot tub, whatevers, uh, but also an enormous wave pool outside. Um, okay. It was, you know, Go it was off. one of those like, yeah, lots of water, you know. Um, and it, I think it was like a place he went with his like, parents when he was a kid or whatever and it was supposed to be a bonding thing um but we went like the day after i got there and i had you know traveler's diarrhea which is a thing that that can happen and um 
I'm in the wave pool oh. and I'm like, you know, in a wave pool, if there's enough people, it's really hard to get out. Cause like the waves are pushing you and there's like a crowd you have to like get through and it's like swimming upstream. Well, oh. I start feeling like I'm going to shit myself and I'm like in the middle of the wave pool <laughs> and it's oh, like, no. it's like a solid, like 50, 60 feet away from the like end. So I'm like, I have to get out of this pool before all these people have a real bad time. Um, <laughs> did you, did you make it? I made it. Okay. But that was the start of my like horrible indigestion for the whole week because when you hold it in for too long it hurts mm. you know and then yeah it was just it was a bad time oh. yeah well that sucks yeah <laughs> you know it doesn't suck is it chaos <laughs> i never expect that to be that loud <laughs> Jeez. this is a bop yeah guys this episode is brought to you in part by chaos Are you looking to produce some high-quality branded content without breaking the bank? Am I? (laughs) Don't I know it. (laughs) Chaos makes content marketing easy, affordable, and accessible by offering a studio-on-demand model and various subscription packages that make it easy to create consistent... I'm not even done yet. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Just you wait. (laughs) That make it easy to create consistent content for your audience and potential customers. Hey, Will. Hey, Tom. Do you want professional sound equipment for podcasts and voiceovers like this one? Of course. And Adrian. How do you feel about cinema-grade cameras, lenses, and lighting packages? I am creaming myself. (laughs) Right after the diarrhea talk, huh? (laughs) Juniper, do you like live stream capability and event hosting? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I got news for you. Whether your business is starting a podcast, building a video empire, or adding live streams to your social media pages, Chaos has a package that'll help you create consistent, reliable content for your audience. Go to createchaos.com or check them out on Instagram at createchaos to find out more. That's chaos with a K. Welcome to the Cash Corner, the part of the show where we shamelessly ask you to give us money. This November, we're exploring the theme of trips. This was a special request from our patron, George, as part of a promo we ran a couple months ago. If you've got an idea for a theme you'd like us to spend a month on, head to Patreon and pledge $25 or more before the end of November. If that sounds steep, remember that it gets you a full month of content on top of whatever other perks you're eligible for. If you pledge as little as a dollar a month to us at patreon.com slash up for discussion, you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks like Patrick, Gabriel, Kendallin, Carlea, Thomas, George Poppy, Jan, Killian, Sarah Angelica, Will, and Andrew, Laura, Kate, and Erica. You'll get early access to bonus content, little behind the spooch bap doo, boopity bop, little behind the scenes updates, and all kinds of other sweet perks as well. Plus, if you give at least five dollars of five dollars. Five. <laughs> if you give at least $5 a month, you get to submit the featured question for an episode once per cycle on the show. Adrian, who's the question from? Oh, it comes from Gabriel, who says, what do you keep in your wallet while traveling? Yeah. Okay, so I know we use royalty free music, but I'm pretty sure that was a Justin Timberlake song. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure. Anyways. It might have been. I didn't have it. All right. <laughs> it's Justin Timberlake's song minus JT. <laughs> I saw this musical uh, last night, and was there was a, a song. Timberlake musical because well, that I sounds wish. amazing. <laughs> I would pay for that. It was not, um, but it, they had this song, and it made my brain itch because like the melody was so much like something familiar that I couldn't oh. quite grasp. Oh, I hate those songs. What was the musical? Uh, it was called Mythic. Okay, how was that? It's very cute. It's very. A little bit like high school musically, like it's a, it's very very cute, but it's you know Greek myth and like eh, I'm gonna rebel against my parents and it's very sweet. Um, but uh, and it turned out to be like a really random Jonathan Colton song. <laughs> and I was just like I had to dig through the internet. It was like if I don't figure out what this is, it's gonna make my brain itch for the next three hours. But, oh, a girl I went to theater school is in that. Eva Petrus. She's Hybris and Escalifus in that, apparently. Okay, she must be one of the, like, the doubling... In the chorus. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. You yeah. went to theater Yeah, school? I was a theater kid for a whole semester before I dropped out because ah, okay. they told me I had to quit my job and I couldn't afford to do that. Hey. That's cool. That's Anyways, uh, Mythic at the Centaur. Very cute. Oh, no, seagull. it was at uh, Seagull. Seagull. Yeah. I just said Centaur while looking at the word Seagull. Then I went to the <laughs> worst okay, bar in Montreal. <laughs> Ooh, which one's that? <laughs> uh, I believe it was called the uh, Rouge 
something. I don't know. I randomly looked up a bar, like, let's get a drink after the show. And then um, it was all like casino machines. Hmm. And then um, there were two guys trying to fight and a bartender <laughs> who was like not paying attention to anybody. And a girl with blue hair was like, you two should have kids. You should have. Are you sister and brother? <laughs> <laughs> who are you there with? Uh, a friend of mine. <laughs> like, you both have glasses. You look just the same. You wear glasses? I do. <laughs> Anyways, the question Sorry. today. <laughs> Tangent. What do we keep in our wallets while traveling? I feel like I keep the same things in my wallet when I'm traveling that I keep in my wallet the rest of the time. I just carry less. Mm. Yeah. I feel like... So I've only gone on like one big international trip, and it was earlier this year. And it was to Trinidad to see my family. But my whole family is paranoid about being in Trinidad. So they were all like, you got to you gotta do this and this. So I was all like hyper, like, oh, my God, okay. I Actually, I was kind of like, y'all are full of shit, but all right, I'll try it. <laughs> so I, like, didn't have a wallet. I had, like, a fanny pack that I wore, like, under my clothes because I didn't want to buy a traveler's wallet. So I was like, this is the same thing. <laughs> but I kept, like, a moderate amount of cash in it. A photocopy of my passport, not my actual passport. And yeah, I think that was it. Like that that's it. Yeah, fair enough. And now that I'm back from traveling, I'm just like, I don't even need a wallet. I don't even <laughs> need it. I was there for three weeks and didn't use one, so now I just don't use a wallet. That is a weird experience the first time you travel and don't spend any money. I Teffer and I went to Ottawa a few weeks ago, like a month ago now, I guess, at this point. And uh, I was completely broke the entire weekend. My credit card has been over its limit for like a month, and it was then. And I had negative $20 in my bank account. So I just didn't spend any money the entire time we were there. And we got home, and I realized I could have totally left my wallet here. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But there's like that panic of like leaving your wallet. But what if I do need it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, but then you don't. ID and stuff, right? Yeah. I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. (laughs) I remember back in the day of travel checks, that was like a whole thing. Yeah. That you had to go get traveler's checks. I vaguely know what those are. <laughs> I have no idea. Really? Yeah. Bro, you're older than me. Come on. <laughs> What's a traveler's check? It used to be like a, a thing you could carry because it had no monetary value unless you had your passport with it. Oh. So you used to take it to like rougher places. Because hmm. if you got mugged or whatever, they could take all of that, but it's not worth anything to them. Right. So, And then you'd have to go to a secure place to cash it out for money. That makes sense. Well, no. yeah. yeah. Um, in terms of like, I was looking at this question and I'm like, in terms of wallet, not much. Like, I always have like a a different partition of my wallet where I have like an emergency, like approximately twenty bucks in whatever denomination it is. Like that let, like, not twenty dollars Canadian wherever I am because in some places that's like the equivalent of $300 right? yeah. it's whatever 20 bucks would be there mm. Um, mm, I always okay. have in a separate part of my wallet because then if I do get jumped I'm like here's $20 fuck off right like um, but like most of the time I don't know like I'd always I always carry a knife like and it's not uh, not necessarily a, a defense thing it, it's come in handy like for a lot of stuff because it's like or I need to cut some rope, or I need to open a package, or like I need a, a pair of scissors because I've got a plastic thing that I need to cut with a pair of scissors. But then the scissors come in plastic. <laughs> what do I do? Oh my god, I hate so, that. That's the worst yeah. dilemma. Yeah. So um, yeah, like that's always useful. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're somewhere like Africa, like I hate to say it, but I always carry a gun. Um, always. In Africa, like you get carjacked hmm. so often that it becomes trivial, and if you've got a pistol, then it kind of slows that down a bit. Um, other than that, like some American dollars is always a good thing to have in your wallet, no matter where you are. American dollars is <laughs> always always goes places, even if you're in like middle of you know buttfuck. <laughs> like just south of buttfuck and you got a pretty mouth like um a couple of american dollars will be accepted because <laughs> they're universally recognizable right like, because of media like they see this and they're like that is worth 
you know, money. Right, as oh. opposed to Canadian money, which people look at and go, what is this, a board game? Yeah. <laughs> is this Monopoly here? There are kids playing hockey on this. This cannot be real currency. <laughs> but it is. And it smells like maple syrup. It does not. Um, <laughs> have you ever gotten a crisp new $100 bill? It does. <laughs> it smells vaguely of plastic. Maple plastic. <laughs> I love how everybody like hates on Canadian money because it's Canadian colorful but best. like South African money is like that but each of the each of the bills has a different animal on it oh, which is just amazing. That I love it. Um, it's all the big five as well so it's like leopard, rhino, buffalo, uh, elephant and lion. Well, I've never heard that. those referred to as the big five before. I like that. <laughs> oh, it, yeah. it makes them it's, sound like they have a job. <laughs> oh, bam! It, it, it's, it's the five that everybody kind of wants to see on safari. But it stems okay. from the five most dangerous animals to hunt. Yeah. Oh. Um, because if you like go to hunt any of those animals, it's very easily that you could end up dead unless you mm. do it a really bad way. You right. Know? Well, so. I have a new kids' version of Shark Tank that I, I need to go write. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds adorable. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about, like, what other travel essentials there are. Right? Like, if we're, if we're going past my wallet to, right, like, yeah. my little day bag, mm-hmm. like, I always had sunscreen because mm-hmm. I was somewhere very, very hot. I always have, like, a water bottle on me because it's important to stay hydrated. <laughs> Um, yeah, I usually had like a pocket knife or something. Um, what else did I always have? I didn't bring my phone because I'm careless. <laughs> <laughs> Slash didn't want to pay to use it in Trinidad. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I, I, I do the pocket knife thing as well mm-hmm. if I can. I once accidentally took a pocket knife on a flight mm-hmm. and then it got confiscated on the way back. And yeah. I was like, but I, I'm going home with it now. <laughs> right? Like, I hate that. When things don't get confiscated. Like, I bought some stuff in Trinidad and brought it home through, like, three countries. It was fine. I tried to move it from Trinidad or from Victoria to Montreal, and they were like, now nah, we going to take this. Oh, wow. And I'm yeah. like, it's, it's for my edges. It's hair gel. Leave it alone. <laughs> Come on. And your hair Come just on. hasn't been the same since. Honestly, it hasn't. This is why Akeem makes fun of my baby hairs. It's because I don't have this, this edge-laying gel from Trinidad. I'm telling y'all. It's always terrifying when you get so far with a knife. It's like I got from South Africa to Oman with a knife and then not from Oman to the UK. And it's like, surely the other one is far more dangerous. Like, right? In terms so? of terrorism, like, <laughs> there's a lot more people here that might be, you know, it, yeah, it was like... But- I don't know. I can see that like the UK cares more about like people coming from those places to mm. the UK mm. being like, we don't trust y'all <laughs> rather than like in those places. They're like, yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. If you're going from one place that's potentially dangerous to another place that's potentially dangerous, they're just kind of like, yeah, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> you might need that. Then you're going, yeah. That's well, funny. And the UK has got a little bit of a, a knife problem. Do they? Well, it's moved on now. Oh, that's yeah, it. a gun problem. It's now acid attacks. Oh, oh, I did see what? that. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool, 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 cool. Wait, so, are we talking like, like radioactive acid or like drug acid? No, like sulfuric. Like, like wow, like chuck a cup of sulfuric acid in your face. That happened in the states earlier this week too. Somebody mm-hmm. got battery acid yeah. thrown in their face for being Latino. Yeah, no, it had replaced the knife issue though. That that's yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's insane. No, knives have become trivial. What? So, um, it, it, there's the a thing. Ending. It's kind of Lon- London started doing it a lot. Um, and it, it's, I've got a little theory about it because in Scotland, there's a thing called chibbed. If you get chibbed, it's because you get slashed on your face. Right. Mm-hmm. And the idea of it is, if you really hate somebody, you'll chip them because every time they look in the mirror, they think of you. Yeah. Because right? they have that scar on their face. So I think it's that, and then just London trying to step it up and wow. be like London's pretty you know. fucked up. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yep. Glasgow. It's kind of chilled out now. Yeah. Like, there's a lot... Like, I, where I lived in uh, Scotland, I lived in the stabbing capital of Europe. But oh. it was also Charming. the friendliest place in Europe, uh, according to the amount of people that would smile at you if you smiled at them. So the joke goes that we'll stab you, but we'll phone you an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Victoria. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I was gonna say like Chicago is that like everybody's afraid yeah. they're gonna get shot in Chicago 
you're not. You're going to be fine. <laughs> but, Is that where uh, you're from? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but like once they start calling it Chirac, it really got quite the reputation. Yeah. Wow. Uh, <laughs> what? When did that happen? I totally missed that. I think Trump said it, but it was around before then, but it didn't uh. help. He was like, let's get the National Guard in there. And we're not even like the highest murder capital in, in the U.S. But it's, What's uh, Canada's murder capital? Edmonton? Probably. <laughs> it's got to be somewhere not in... It's it's got to be like central somewhere. Yeah. You know? I think it's just the cold is like the number <laughs> one murder. I mean, true. <laughs> Just push somebody out of the city limits until they freeze to death. <laughs> Thunder Bay, Ontario. Oh, oh no, that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thunder Bay was nice. Is that though. because it's it. very close to Detroit? You know, okay. probably. Like, <laughs> <laughs> kind of. You know, I, I'm not hating on Americans, but like, it, there's a correlation. <laughs> yeah, just cover your age. No, yeah. No. <laughs> I was going to say, like, the flip side is Midwestern friendliness. Mm, we're we're lovely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> isn't it Flint in America? Isn't it? Oh, Flint, Flint, Michigan? Yeah, 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 well, that's where their water's on fire. Hey, yeah. you know what? We have lead in our water. Did you guys know about this I, yet? It's worse than Flint, Michigan. Is I it? just yeah. read that, yeah. Wait, is this a new thing? Wait, yeah. what? It's worse than Flint? They said the water quality, like, the lead I thought levels Flint are was higher. Like, I thought Flint was horrible, though. Yeah. It's Flint is horrible, but fracking. Flint's been, like, yeah. years and years and years. Okay. Yeah. Is this? No, I didn't know about this. Yeah, Montreal's is it, got... Is uh, it new? It's, I mean, I don't know how new it is, but it's been, it was, it's news, because yeah. my roommate was totally like yeah maybe don't drink the tap water and i've been like it's fine i'll drink the tap water it there's a map that you can look at to see how high the lead levels are above safety where do i find these updates uh, the internet and news <laughs> yeah. i don't read the news it's sad my <laughs> google no news is so bad like it just tells me disney world has a new cupcake that's all it'll tell me. Uh, it like tells me news. the most. My Google News is all like, "Did you want to know this thing about this dude involved in the stock market?" And I'm like, "This is literally no relevance to my life." Google, no. But lead in Montreal's water—that would have been nice to know about. Thank you. I yeah. did see that float by. I only knew about it because they might have to dig up my tree, which is really oh, no. sad. So, oh. Yeah. Do they think the tree is the one putting lead in there? Because I'm pretty sure it's actually the government. <laughs> Now I uh, want to look this up and make sure. Okay. Did, did you know, like before, there was this thing where, like last year, they gave the option uh, they're replacing all of the pipes and stuff, and mm-hmm. then they were like, said to all of the landlords, like if you want to replace the the pipes now, you can do, and then you won't have to pay us to dig it up and, mm-hmm. and blah blah blah. Um, now they're forcing them because so many of the landlords were like, nah. <laughs> yeah, my landlord definitely wouldn't have opted for that. <laughs> I just I find it really wild because the pipes at our place got changed over the summer. Like mm-hmm. there was, or maybe even in September, there was like a oh, lot yeah, of construction going on. Yeah, they yeah. shut our water off for like a day, and then again like the next day for like mm-hmm. a few hours, and uh, it was crazy. But it was because they were fixing and repairing the pipes, and then like a month later, they were like, "Oh, there's lead in the pipes now," mm. <laughs> and I'm kind of like, I don't think that's a coincidence. <laughs> like. What did you fuck up? Because there wasn't lead in the water before. I think there might have been. (laughs) Probably. Yeah, I don't think it's the new pipe because it's happening across the city. Montreal's weirdly like ghetto with certain stuff. Like where it's just like, I've never seen a place or there are places that definitely have uh, worse scenarios, but like office buildings that just don't have any power for the day. Like Mm -hmm. I've had that happen three or four times in the last two years. Or, like, they just tell you not to drink the water for a couple of days. Or, like, they're constantly digging things up. There, there's, like, these weird things. because they're run are... by the mob. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, yeah. It's a... Uh... I was going to try and think of a delicate way of saying that. But, yeah. That's okay. <laughs> no, we're just... We're run by the mob. I thought yeah. it was a joke. Everyone told me that when I moved here. And I was yeah. like, ha, ha, ha. And then, like, someone at work said it. And I was like, wait. Even real? Riverdale's onto it. So... <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started on Riverdale. <laughs> Don't, it's blasphemous. Holy freaking no. I'm pretty sure they're killing off Jughead this season. No! That, seem, that seems to be the major plot line. What is... Uh, uh, that That seems to be the major plot line on this season of Riverdale. Still is, waiting for a talking dog on that show. Uh, well, <laughs> Any maybe, day now. Maybe they'll kill off Jughead and his spirit will come back in the body of a dog. Oh! But plot twist, it'll be the other Sprouse twin who voices him. <laughs> Y'all See, are just... This has no cultural reference to me at all. Like you're saying names, and I vaguely know the name Jughead, but like <laughs> this, uh, the the excitement for Riverdale and all of this. We I was reading about it when I was in the UK. It came out, mm-hmm. and like Buzzfeed was going crazy over it and all of this. And I'm like, what? 
Like, what is this? Like, so, so it's, it's Archie and friends, but they fuck and they commit <laughs> murders. I don't, I don't know what that first bit is. You don't know oh. Archie comics? No, it's like a nineteen fifties comic book <laughs> yeah. about like malt shops. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we have um, the Beano was our big one. So it's Dennis the Menace, and mm-hmm. like, is it the, is a different Dennis the Menace though from uh, the American yes. one? Yes, yeah, because our guy's got black spiky hair and uh, red and black striped jumper this and is a, a little fun dog fact Nasha. yeah they were uh, created on the same day weird <laughs> two weird. Dennis the Menaces came out in comic strips and they're entirely different oh that's horrifying so that's some weird universe synchronicity shit yeah mm-hmm. on on weird old comics uh, I've been thinking about Heathcliff a lot recently <laughs> Heathcliff is like if Family Circus came up with Garfield instead of Jim Davis. Heathcliff, it's Heathcliff. just like no one should terrorize the neighborhood. <laughs> it's like, going to have to keep going with he, he's, like description he's of, of of this thing because I don't know what I don't it know is what either. Heathcliff or Family Circus is. Me neither. So, <laughs> Heathcliff is like a cartoon cat who's like a comic strip cat. Um, he's orange and striped like Garfield, but he's way more wholesome. But also, the comics are really fucking bizarre. Is hey, he, wait. He's not more wholesome. Well, he's he's a, like a junkyard cat. How but he's like, he's not as like, that. I feel like his target audience is maybe more wholesome. I don't know. I feel like Garfield, I mean, I read a Garfield comic strip recently where Jim, where John Arbuckle drank dog cum. So like, <laughs> what? I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, full on. He walks into the vet's office, sees a cup on the table, takes it, drinks it. And the vet says, I'm sure you'll have a lovely litter of puppies. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Jim Davis is on something. That's amazing. Heathcliff and the Cadillac cats. That Cadillac cat. Yeah. What? Just was it a TV show or a comic? It was both. But a fun thing. Who is this? A, a fun thing about Heathcliff is that I googled Heathcliff to find photos of Heathcliff um, to send to someone while talking about Heathcliff. Uh, Heathcliff. 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 And um, when you Google Heathcliff. One of the things that Google says people also ask about uh, first, you've oh, got no. is Garfield a ripoff of Heathcliff? Which came first, Garfield or Heathcliff? Why did Heathcliff kill himself? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what? So I click on that, and the paragraph that comes up says Heathcliff grows restless toward the very end of the novel and stops eating. Nellie Dean does not believe that he had the intention to commit suicide, but that his starvation may have been the cause of his death. He wanted to be with Kathy in eternal life. It was a novel? <laughs> So Heathcliff is also a character in Wuthering Heights. Oh, yeah, I was, I was gonna, gonna say. Be, I was like, isn't that like was, some, some of that shitty old classic? I was like, this is Emily Bronte. I'm pretty sure. But I, I love like, the idea. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea that this cartoon cat killed himself so that he could be with Kathy, another cartoon character. Uh, we need to come up with some new names for characters, <laughs> please. Yeah, oh, he never got a reboot. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was mostly just skeleton fish and what? being in a junkyard, and I remember nothing else that happened in those. Do you remember hmm. the trash can ape? No. <laughs> what? There's a gorilla or something that what? picks Why up their is garbage. Why there a gorilla? I don't know. <laughs> Heathcliff, man. Well, now when I travel, I'll clip out a little Heathcliff. Uh, Keep that in your wallet. And I'll put it in my wallet. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Gabriel, we hope that answers your question. Oh, oh somebody boy. should do a Heathcliff version of Wuthering Heights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can get on that if you want. It's like like the the updated version of Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. It's right. like, oh my goodness. Weathering Heathcliff or something. Okay, <laughs> like. Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies is all great, but um, the best interpretation is Bride and Prejudice, the Bollywood <laughs> film. And if y'all haven't seen it, see it. That sounds fun. It's great. I love it. I love some of the Bollywood action movies, like where oh he God. gets out of a spinning car and it, it, it flips off and explodes, and then he just looks at the camera and is like, dance number. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love Bollywood. I love when things are just indulgently over the top. Like, everybody knows that we're on board for this ride because it doesn't have to make sense. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we can all just celebrate this moment of nonsense. Yep. And people take themselves too seriously. It's a bit yeah. like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. But it almost takes itself... <laughs> it's, it's more light than the DC stuff, which is where they're mm. going wrong. But, like, 
really just getting deep into nonsense. Mm. Just like appreciating that this formula does not need to make adhere to rules. There can be a like a musical number. Why not? Life needs more musical numbers, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think that would spice yeah. things up perfectly. That's why I like the magicians. Because if you've not watched it, it's a sci-fi channel. It's basically Harry Potter if it was post-grad. Okay. And it's a lot of, like, sex and mm. horrific things and, like, mm-hmm. random musical numbers. And mm-hmm. uh, it's fantastic. Sounds great. Sounds like it's not for me. Thank you for the suggestion, though. Fair enough. Have you tried Harley Merlin and the Secret Coven? No, but I'm I'm liking the title. It, it is like an adult Harry Potter. It's kind of what I've I've started reading as like finished Harry Potter because Amanda forced me to because we were having a Harry Potter wedding. Um, <laughs> and then, <laughs> so I moved on to this because I'm like, okay, I'm an adult. I'm going to read like an adult book. But yeah, I'm, it's yeah, pretty cool so far. Like, <laughs> I enjoy it. Oh, there was that uh, Jonathan Strange. Oh, uh, but Jonathan Strange and Mr. Noel. Yes. yes. That's Doctor Strange to you. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Different thing. But very good BBC miniseries for the, the Strange. Doctor Strange um, had a perfect thing on, on the poster. They had the names of all of the characters. And then the uh, character called Wong, his actual name is Benedict Wong. Oh. So then just took a picture of it. Is it... Is it like best Snapchat I've ever taken. Basically, took a picture of it with Benedict Cumberbatch's face, and I was like, "Oh look, they spelled his name wrong." Nailed <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> it. Speaking speaking of names, uh, let's head over to Reddit slash Am I the asshole? Oh, let's see who's the and asshole. You will understand that segue in one moment. Uh, this no, we won't. Your segue still makes sense. <laughs> no, this one this one does. This Reddit thread post thing comes from Reddit user Crackatool. Who asks, am I the asshole for making Weezer jokes about my friend Jonas? I have a friend named Jonas. I'm a big fan of Weezer. The title of their first track on their first album is My Name is Jonas. I often make references and jokes about it to him. Like I sometimes introduce him as, his name is Jonas. He's carrying the wheel. Although not everyone gets it. Or when he dated an Asian girl, I joked that these half Japanese girls did it to him every time. When he told me about their relationship troubles, I told him I understood and that he wanted a girl who smiled for no one else. I do stuff like this quite often, but recently he told me I need to stop with it, although I was just making harmless jokes. He said it was draining for him, and that even listening to Rivers Cuomo sing now gives him anxiety attacks. (laughs) Sounds like my relationship with my dad and his jokes. I told him that that was normal. (laughs) Of course he he really wants me to stop. Uh, of course, if he really wants me to stop, I will. But still, am I the asshole? <laughs> For making the jokes, no. But if he's asking you to stop, like, it's run its course. Like, give it a final bow and, like, leave gracefully. I mean, I, I, I come back to this so often with these. If it's funny enough, I think it's okay. <laughs> yep. And I, I feel like he needs to take, like, a respectful lull for the comedy and then really wait for the moment that it's really good. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'm a really big fan of ongoing jokes like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, <coughs> I lived in two apartments next door to each other with eight people at one point. It was like a shared community thing. We did laundry together and ate food and shared groceries or whatever. Um, it was awful. But, um, <laughs> oh. but, it became a running gag that I would hide pictures of Nicolas Cage in various places Fine. in the apartment uh, until somebody found one. <laughs> and uh, Wait, you were doing this and no one had found them? People were, no, 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 no. Like someone would find one <laughs> and then, and then I would put one. another one somewhere. And I would always try to escalate it and put it in, you know, the next worst place. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it, it, it got, detector. yeah. And then <laughs> it got to the point where people started hiding other things in, in retaliation against uh. each other. Right. Uh, and <laughs> did they know you were the one hiding Nicolas Cage? Oh yeah. yeah. They thought oh. it was funny. It was, okay. but then, you know, it, it escalated and eventually it got worse. Um, and at some point there was like a Halloween bloody, foot that started making its way around between the houses uh and someone had hit it somewhere or whatever found it the the game ended when the cat dragged something dead into the house (laughs) and put it on someone's bed and that person thought someone else had (gasps) (laughs) no 
funny. Um, so, so all that to say, I am all for piling on with ridiculous things like this. Yeah, um, yeah sure. I, I think, I think you've got to just like, you've got to just maybe stretch it out, find more ways to bring Weezer into it. Maybe yeah. respect your friend's request to stop. That because is boundaries. Give that him a nickname. Give him a nickname. Give him a nickname. <laughs> oh, if he doesn't the, want the, you to make Jonas jokes. Give him a different nickname. I would highly suggest. Yeah. I don't know any Buddy. other. I was trying Buddy to think of another. Yeah, there we go. That's <laughs> yeah. a Weezer. But yeah. that's still a Weezer joke. You got to make it not a Weezer joke. So you can be like, I respected your request. <laughs> that's true. I had a friend. I still have this friend. Um, but in high school, at one point, he like this was in like early in grade seven he had a nickname that some friends of ours in elementary school had called him uh and he was like yeah but like you can't call me that like only those guys can call me that and i was like okay fair enough i have to come up with a new nickname for you then um (laughs) and i jokingly called him chester but it was early enough in the school year that like people didn't know his name yet people didn't totally know his name (laughs) so a handful of people thought that was his actual name and started calling him that as well and then it got to the point where just a shitload of us were calling him chester Mm -hmm. and it was his nickname for all of high school that's what happens yeah i have a friend who is 32 and his name is baghdad and you may think it's like some really interesting political thing. No, it's because when he came to school, he had a new bag that his dad had bought him. <laughs> therefore, that's him fucked for the rest of his life. And the best bit about it is his kids call him Baghdad. <laughs> oh my god. That is so charming. That's incredible. But yeah, like like this kind of thing is what we build relationships on in the UK. Like yeah. I've recently connected with a, a really good old friend of mine called Jamie who we'd kind of lost touch because he moved south and I moved north and then it, it was just a weird circumstance where everybody wasn't so savvy on the internet at that mm-hmm. time and stuff. So we kind of drifted and then he uh we all started connecting again all of like the old group and he messaged me like on the side and he was like do you know what i missed like just having the shit ripped out of me (laughs) like it's it's that banter that Mm -hmm. you know is a friend truly a friend unless you can call him a cunt yeah (laughs) i'm totally on board with that that kind of thing so i think maybe you can stop with the weezer references but you got to double down on the other jokes find find other jonas's yeah. I don't know. I like. I. I feel like he's he's had a nice variation in the. It's not the same Weezer joke for yeah. like the, like every week or something. Like he he's really mixed it up in a really unexpected, twisty way. And I feel like you just lay low and then destroy a sweater. I don't know. Like <laughs> really go go pick your moment. Or give up on Weezer and start on, like, Jonas Brothers references. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, like, I'll stop. Because, <laughs> like, that will be subtle enough where for a while he won't know <laughs> that you're still referencing Jonas. <laughs> and then eventually he'll be like, hang on a minute, that's a Jonas Brothers reference. And then they'll look back and be like, you've been doing this for years. <laughs> and he'll really be burning up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's a Jonas Brothers song. <laughs> probably. Is. It's probably in there somewhere. Cheesy teenage pop romance. <laughs> oh, wow. What, what's the top comment on that? Uh, everyone's saying that he's an asshole. Really? Cool. No. Yeah, everyone's Soft. like, your friend is telling you to stop. You should stop. There is one person who said, this is brilliant. Keep going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Making people too soft. That's the, oh, yeah. the trouble. Yeah, yeah, like, that's how I know people are really, like, my friends, that they're just kind of willing to, like, take a, a good dig at me. And I'll be like, yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> yes, like, but at the same time... <laughs> Not always. Well, he's sure. not like digging on his dead father. Like it's Weezer. <laughs> no, but he's asking him know. to stop. That's a boundary he's putting down. Do we know that Rivers Cuomo didn't kill this guy's dad? <laughs> These are the questions we have to be asking. I, I, uh, yeah, unless there's some hidden knowledge that we don't know about, it seems fairly harmless. And and to be fair, like you know, in it, again for the UK, dead dads aren't exactly off the table because oh, yeah. it's like yeah, it, one of the one of the ways that. Um, somebody described Glasgow, Glasgow's humour and Glasgow's way of interacting with people. It's like you'd walk into the pub and your mate would be like, "Oh, mate, you look down. Are you okay?" And he's like, "Oh, no, I'm, like my dad died." 
And, you know, most people would be like, oh, I'm really, really sorry, mate, and all of this. In Glasgow, they'd be like, oh, what size was his shoes? (laughs) 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 Oh, do we have another asshole? Uh, We can have another asshole. We can wrap up after that. Uh, Let's see. What are we in the... I was about to ask what flavor of asshole we're in the mood for. It's been a long day. <laughs> the snozzberries taste like snozzberries. <laughs> see if I can find a snozzberries flavored one. Uh, let's see. I love how this Reddit exists, and it's also a, a radio segment in the UK, possibly before Reddit even existed. Really? Yeah. There, there's a, a thing on, I believe it's on Radio 2, which is like the, the kind of thing, once you get to the that age where you go pop music is no longer music and I can't bear to listen to it anymore you progress to Radio 2 <laughs> and, and um, Radio 2 has this segment where uh, they have a nun come in and uh, they ask for forgiveness to the nun and they basically say like am I am I the arsehole and then <laughs> the presenter and the nun decide whether or not they can get forgiveness uh, but you have like some really hilarious like stories Amazing. Whoa. Okay. This one. Oh, this is, did we this find is, a winner? Okay. This one comes from Reddit user Temporary City who asks, Am I the asshole for ignoring my hungry, wretched cats? <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Probably. Let's see. No, no. I've been ill for the last two days and I have no plans to leave my sick pit for another day or two. My boyfriend's out of the country and I have studying to do, so I'll be doing it from bed rather than going to the library. It's raining and I have no reason to go outside. Unfortunately, I also have two noisy and snobby cats. <laughs> On Thursday, I stopped by the supermarket for some groceries, got them some cheaper cat food than normal. Not the cheapest, but a supermarket-owned brand. They're refusing to eat it and showing their disapproval by following me around and shouting. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> they, so you are feeding them. They're just not eating it. They have dry biscuits and ate two tins of tuna earlier, so it's not like they're actually starving, but they're clearly hungry and pissed off. Am I the asshole for not dragging myself from bed and walking to the store in the rain to cater to the whims of my fussy, loud cats? Nah, make them eat the cheap stuff. <laughs> Wait, there's an update. I oh. went to the shop mostly because I couldn't concentrate when they're yelling. For those who are concerned about their diet, they've had plenty of treats of two varieties and tuna today and always have dry biscuits and their wet food available, as well as fresh water which they reject in favor of drinking from the faucet they don't have regular wet food i vary between about six brands but it's always fish it's always fish chunks and jelly the wet food today was also fish chunks and jelly they are assholes and i am their stupid obedient slave (laughs) yeah we all have our limits (laughs) I i think the person's the asshole if they made their cats that picky like mm. the, oh, that's it's true. on you to kind of like have that breaking point with a pet where it's like nah you're gonna eat this like sawdust that i bought from the, <laughs> from the pet store or nothing and yeah like every now and then you'll have a treat and we'll get you some really fancy stuff but like if you start off by buying like what's a canadian do you have caesar like, yeah, 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 yeah. If you start off by giving your dog Caesar, then of course it's not going to you know, mm. go down to the. But at the same time, if you're choosing to raise an animal, you do need to meet its nutritional needs. Yeah, yeah. But, but as long as you're doing that, but I think that the question is like, are are you, you know, like the, oh, they stop eating stuff and then, but it, if you leave it out, they'll eventually eat it. Mm. Yeah. Um, but they're also real fucking annoying. So <laughs> at some point, you're like, oh my god, I have reached my limit i will give you whatever it takes to make you stop and you can remove yourself from my presence (laughs) (laughs) yeah i uh i had a we had a cat that lived at our previous office and um its owner um like spoiled it and gave it like venison heart and stuff (laughs) as food instead of just normal cat food and so it was the pickiest cat and it would just like it would not eat anything else it would only eat like eight (laughs) dollar containers of you know deer heart and it was like okay like and and also it was like an asshole cat who would like you know yell for food constantly yeah. mm. until yeah. you fed it and it was the stinkiest thing and you had to like heat it up before you could feed it to it so you like fully had to cook this cat a meal every time that it got hungry <laughs> and uh 
I'm not here for that. No, no this is why I don't have much interest in having children. Because <laughs> it's like I was gonna say, like have a baby. Yeah, yeah. All, all of these descriptors are mm. similar to a kid to me, where it's like mm. it will yell at you until you give it what it wants. Mm. They're picky. They <laughs> and like up until you know maybe uh, eighteen, you get nothing back no. from them. <laughs> like, See, wait, um, you get things back from young children. They make you lots of like shitty drawings for your fridge. <laughs> Intangible. Okay, as, as someone who's a preschool life. teacher, I'm just gonna sit out of this conversation for a minute. <laughs> oh, I'm a teacher. As well. like, I was like, did you drive a school bus? Like, come on, don't you like kids? <laughs> no, uh, ironically, <laughs> like, no, I, I teach 16 plus. So, but there you go. Like, I taught three-year-olds. My... Yeah, yeah. So, no, I, I tried that, and the scenario went. So he stole my pen, and I went, "Wow, oh, I hit him!" <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so we've scheduled your vasectomy appointment. <laughs> Please, you know what? I think that we we set standards for parents too high, like this unachievable bar, and I think it makes mm. everybody feel better to know that <laughs> adults and parents are assholes too, and everybody has those moments where they're like. Just dude, just just hit the kid. I don't yeah. know. Just like. <laughs> today, I today I let my baby scream in a high chair for ten minutes so that I could put the dishes away. Yeah, oh yeah. I knew yeah. he wanted me to pick him up, but I was tired. And yeah. I said, "Fuck it, I'm going to do something productive for a minute. I need a break." I just put him in front of the TV and left. Life is full of disappointments. And, and within earshot. Exactly. Yeah. And it's okay to have thoughts of screaming back in their face, but as long as you don't follow through with yeah. those thoughts, then it, it's fine. And like. My yeah. mom bit my sister once because my sister bit a kid at preschool. She was like, "I, <laughs> you wanted to do that? And I was like, so yeah. yeah. My yeah. mom used to spray Wild. us with a water bottle like cats. <laughs> <laughs> and she'd do that thing like, I'll pull this car over. And then she'd let us out. And then she'd like drive around the block. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my dad once threw me up the stairs, which was quite a feat. Cause wow! I, I was quite a buff dad. Yeah, no, he's a he's a big man, and I was quite a big child at the time as well. Um, but I didn't want to go to bed early for whatever reason, and then he was like, "Okay." That's <laughs> <laughs> something like my dad would do. Uh, yeah, that's probably <laughs> has done. Yeah, yeah. I just don't have a dad. That brings us to the end of the show for this week. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Ended on a high note, Tom. <laughs> if you like this episode, consider supporting us on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash up for discussion. Pledge as little as a dollar. It helps us out a lot. We, uh, we're we trying to get to 200 a month. And if our, you like, donate $3,000, we'll get Tom a dad. <laughs> I made a joke, but someone did that once. Do you remember? What? No. Uh, but yeah, give us some money. It would be helpful. Yeah. Maybe if you liked it. Give Tom the love his dad never did. Yeah, in the form of money. If you donate a hundred dollars a month to us on Patreon.com slash up for discussion, you can be my dad. I'll send you a Father's Day card. We can Skype once a week. Uh, Two hundred dollars. <laughs> I'll throw a ball with Tom in a field. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll make a short movie out of it. <laughs> it'll be it'll be real heartwarming. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, al- <laughs> we also have merch. If you want to buy something with our logo on it, you can do that. Click the merch link in the description of this episode to get all sorts of great stuff from our lovely friends over at Tee Public. And finally, you can support us for free by leaving a rating and review on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, <laughs> or Spotify. Sure. <laughs> I was about to say just Apple. Yeah, just, just grab an apple. Just grab an apple. Right write a review on it. Out the <laughs> and like leave it somewhere for somebody to find. That's kind of cool. Like viral marketing. It's, it's amazing. It's like a bottle in the ocean, but it's apple in the snow. <laughs> apple in the snow is, is like every mid two thousands young adult novel cover. <laughs> oh my god! It is. Um, you can share this episode with a friend who. Uh, uh, has cats <laughs> wants to travel and doesn't know what to put in their wallet mm-hmm. yeah. Heathcliff comic strip <laughs> or put a, a picture of Nick Cage in a condom wrapper and <laughs> your friends can find it share <laughs> 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 sure, this episode with my dad you can follow the show on social media yes. at down with talking and each of us individually I'm at Tom Zalat and I I'm at boxless thoughts don't follow Juniper. Uh, uh, I'm at, at blasting off pod. Yeah. 
which is going to lead to a plug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Will and I do a Pokemon podcast together. We're yeah. uh, 40-something episodes into it. Yeah, yeah, we're getting deep now. Yeah. Deep into the mums. Uh, <laughs> and on Friday, we have big events. Do we? the game is released. This will come out after that, actually. Oh, I think. okay. This is out November 19th. So I'm currently playing the game. Yeah, that's true. At the like, time of this episode's release, I will not be paying attention to anything yeah. except for my Switch. No, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, that's in no way related to why I quit my job. <laughs> You're like, I Just have enough convenient. money to buy the game now. <laughs> and goodbye. <laughs> uh, yeah, so check out Blasting Off again. Yeah, it, it, it got to the point where when Tom said, hey, Will, and I said, hey, Tom... I was half waiting for who's that Pokemon. <laughs> Look, is, is that ingrained? <laughs> yeah, I, I almost I almost instinctively did it, honestly. Uh, I would have rolled with it. <laughs> Who is that Pokemon? Pikachu! It's always Pikachu. Ah, yeah. I didn't wear my Pikachu toque this week. Oh. I have a Pikachu toque. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Dang um, it. A Tukachu. Aww. <laughs> uh, anything to Anything else to plug? Anyone? November 19th. Uh, I, I do. Uh, Jordan had plugged it on our Jeopardy episode if you listen to it, but uh, there is a show at Montreal Improv that is an author thing, which I can't remember the author, but they are very fun, and I believe it is on the 24th. It's towards the end of this month, so you can check uh, Montreal Improv uh for a weird show yeah that 24th sounds right yeah no. um speaking of the jeopardy that will be out uh on the friday following this episode so cool, cool, keep an eye cool. out for that nice. uh adrian jordan and alex smith are part of that one we're all very fun yeah and can i throw out a special thanks to crackers and jam for mm-hmm. continually letting us Use their title track off their EP Benson as our theme music. You can find all of their music for sale at crackersandjam.bandcamp.com. And the show is also produced and edited by Tom Zalatni for the Upford Network. That is you. Uh, you can find out about all our great shows at upfordnetwork.com. Bye-bye. Next Bye. week we talk about drug. If you're someone who interacts with kids, you're probably familiar with moments of being asked questions you're just not equipped to answer. Whether it's the old favorite, where do babies come from, or the nuances of discrimination, Rad Child Podcast has your back. Each episode, your host, Seth Day, leads a discussion about topics like race, disability, loss, gender, sexuality, and so much more. Our goal is to give grown-ups the tools to talk to kids about almost anything. So come give a listen. Rad Child Podcast, helping to raise a generation of open, compassionate, rad kids. Available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and just about anywhere else. Hi, I'm Howard Mitnick, host of Gateway Music. Join me as I talk with people about the artists and albums that changed their lives, and about the artists and albums that changed mine. Available on the Upford Network and wherever you get your podcasts.